Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, it, it's November 1st, but you know, that doesn't stop us from doing a Halloween-themed show, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight is the Metal Hammer of Doom Halloween season. Boo for you, Halloween Part 2. As we take a look at covers, we love our covers here on the Metal Hammer of Doom. So tonight we're going to review a little ditty that came out on September 1st of this year. Motorhead, maybe you've heard of him, Undercover, and I, of course, am your host, the mandated reporter, and frankly, I'm mortified, Mr. Mark Rattledge, and joining me tonight as he has done, Mindy Starcher, every night for the past, uh, every Wednesday night for the past frickin' year, just about, the host of Source Material in His Own Right, the disapproving dad, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. You can if you want to. I won't hear you. It's a fucking podcast. Jesse Starcher, how do you do, sir? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's hilarious that you actually brought that up because my wife legitimately asked me if I had a podcast tonight. And I said, are you fucking serious? (laughs) To which she realized what she had said and began laughing again. And so, yes. My wife still hasn't caught on, uh, and at, at some point, hopefully, she will. You know, I'll give her. I guess I got to give her another year, and hope it. Don't don't when, count. When, <laughs> don't count on it. Don't My wife asks me every night. It doesn't matter what night what night it is. Every night she asks me, "Do I have a podcast?" Now, part of it is she knows the answer is probably going to be yes, but it's yep. more of a. It, it, it's really it, it's really code for do I have permission to fuck off and go to bed. That's what she's really asking. Yeah. Can I can I ignore you, this relationship, and everything about it, and just go to bed? 
So if you uh, like, you yes. have to pay attention to you. No, you don't have to pay attention to me. I have a podcast. Oh, thank God. Thank goodness. But and she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to actually use the words. Can I just fuck off and go to bed? She says, <laughs> "Do you have a podcast? You got to learn. Are how you to occupied? The lines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you, Do you have something to do? Someone else to pay attention to you? Jesse, are you ready to pay attention to me? Oh yes, Mark Radlich, all the time, no matter what. I'm I'm here to pay attention to you when when your wife doesn't want to pay attention to you. You can you can count on me, sir. <laughs> oh, excellent, excellent. As I said, now did you like the uh thematic opening cover theme music that uh, I played for us? Did you know what that yeah, was? Yeah, any any yeah, I was going to ask if that was any sp- if that was any band in particular, I didn't didn't recognize it. So, no, nah, I just pulled that shit off YouTube. Um, okay. I typed in M- Halloween metal cover, and I, I found one. I actually um, I was gonna play the Nine Inch Nails one that dropped recently. Uh, Trent Reznor did a cover of the Halloween theme, but it's like eight minutes long, and I'm like, fuck that shit. Jeez. So, yeah, like I ain't got time for the pain um, yeah. or to bleed. So I was like, all right, I got to find something a little shorter here. And, you know, if you type in a Halloween metal cover, like anything else on YouTube, you'll, you'll find a couple of different entries. This one was inoffensive. It was, it was exactly what I was looking for. So uh, a little it was treat. Yes, a little Halloween treat for yes. Glad you enjoyed it. All right. Uh, we're talking Motorhead, Lemmy. We were supposed to do a two-part retrospective on the career of Motorhead when he passed away, but... Um, life got in the way, things happened, and we just scratched it from the schedule. So um, I'm out. we have the opportunity now to talk a little bit about the legacy of Motorhead as we dig into songs that aren't by Motorhead. Um, <laughs> what's, your, uh, what's your relationship to Lemmy and the aforementioned Motorhead? Well, sadly, I, I kind of wish we did have the the chance to do the retrospective because... Motorhead is not a band that I paid a whole lot of attention to. Uh, you know, even dipping my toes in the metal, I don't think I remember hearing much. I'm sure I've heard something from them, but didn't really know who the band was, what songs they had done. Honestly, probably about 15 years ago, maybe, is when I started like, oh, okay, I recognize that song. All their classics are stuff, that, all the radio hits. And you say radio hits, but I mean Ace of Spades. Um, oh, good. that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Re- throw some other ones out there, Mark. Uh, some Motorhead ones? Uh, yes. Well, there's the game. <laughs> I don't know that one. You know, are you serious? You don't know what I'm the talking game? about? Yeah, it's all about the game and how you play it. Oh, Triple oh, H has entered okay, music for no. like the longest time. Excuse me, sir. I am I am mistaken. Yes, I absolutely one hundred percent know that song. Um, okay. Uh, Ace of Spades. Hold on. Uh, King of Kings. No. Yeah. Well, that's another <laughs> wrestling related song right there. So you could tell that I was, you know, I wasn't really into these guys either. You know, I wasn't seeking out a whole lot of their music. Um, so. The retrospective would have been fun because I would have been able to kind of dive into their catalog, much like we did 
did, did we do an anthrax anthrax retrospective or did you just make a playlist for me and make me listen and i got to pick my top five either way i think i i i mean i i don't even remember anymore i know i told you to listen to the sound of white noise i, I think you guys made a playlist for me and i i went through i and might have man well, anyway uh, re- regardless i just never i've never listened to too much off of these these guys albums and they've been around forever i mean my gosh the Wikipedia has them uh, established in 1975. That is yeah. a long time, dude. The self-titled album Motorhead came out in 1977. Wow. I, and my dad's a classic rock guy. Uh, now, don't don't jump on me about classic rock, Mark Radlich. We've had this discussion before. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> you know, he's the guy. God damn it, torture. <laughs> he's the guy that, you know, Led Zeppelin, uh, Pink Floyd, he, he kind of turned me on to those bands. And, and I know that he probably listened to some Motorhead in his time, but that wasn't something that he had albums of. Uh, so, again, even with them being a, a, around for that long a time, it wasn't something that I was exposed to either, you know, through my dad listening to any of their music or the hard rock station here in, in Marietta, Ohio, 103.1 to bear. So I wasn't, you know, I just wasn't a, around to listen to too much of it. I'm trying to find their hit singles. And do you uh, remember the movie? Um, oh fuck. No, I don't remember the name of it. Uh, with, oh, shoot. Um, Adam Sandler and, uh, Brendan Fraser, Airheads. Airheads, yes. Okay, do you remember Born to Raise Hell from from Airheads? Mm, I bet you if, if we heard hell. it. Born to I Raise bet. Hell, we know how to do it and we do it real well. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> and it's... These guys, my gosh, how many albums did these dudes drop? I'm looking at, yeah, we're talking, let's see. I'm counting them here on the wiki. Full-length full albums, discography, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, Bad Magic in 2015. So, Damn. That's a yeah. lot of that's a catalog of songs that I feel almost ashamed to say that I have never ever really got into and listened to much of. Oh, there's some interesting names of albums on here. Orgasmatron. <laughs> oh my oh, goodness! You never heard of Orgasmatron? <laughs> okay, first of all, I, I, so I got to tell you a quick thing about Orgasmatron. Quick story. The reason why I'm aware of Orgasmatron is. Uh, on the Refuse Resist EP by Sepultura, they do a live version of Orgasmatron in Barcelona, Spain. And I know that because at the end of it, Max Cavalera belts out, Barcelona, we love you. See ya. And that has been ingrained <laughs> in my head. <laughs> um, they covered Orgasmatron on uh, Beneath not beneath the remains. Um, 
All right, hang on a second. Uh, I'll uh, I gotta look up now. I gotta look up Sepultura's discography. Uh, but it's like, I'm, like I'm on the Google machine as well. Uh, but they they covered orgasm. If I remember correctly, they covered orgasmatron on uh, on one of their albums, and then they did a live version of it, which is the which is how I found it on the Refuse Resist single. Um, with that being said, I didn't realize that that was a. I did not realize that that was a Motorhead song originally. Okay. Okay. It was, it was well, years I'm... before I, I found that out. Uh, and it's Arise, by the way. Okay. I'm on uh, ultimateclassicrock.com, top ten bu- Motorhead songs. I'll write them down real quick. You tell me if you've heard of them, okay? Now, okay. this is what I think I have. I'm so bad, baby, I don't care. No. Okay, Iron Fist, 1982. Yes. Devil's Grip, okay. the Iron Fist. Hell yeah. Uh, 1983's Dancing on Your Grave. Nope. 1977's Motorhead. Yes. Okay. 1979, Bomber. Nope. 1980, We Are the Road Crew. <laughs> no. Number I four is the Road Warriors. What a rush! What a rush! Well, uh, number well. four was number four was Orgasmatron. Orgasmatron. Uh, number guess. three is 1984's Killed by Death. Yep, I am Nin- very much aware of Killed by Death. Number two, 1979's Overkill. Oh yeah. And number one goes without saying. I've already mentioned it, Ace of Spades from 1980. So yeah, it's probably the most po- other other than anything associated with wrestling, it's probably the most popular song. <laughs> well, here's a bunch of songs that they didn't write. Uh, this is a coll- undercover is a collection of covers from various tribute albums and unreleased uh, stuff. So we're gonna go ahead and give this a listen, and we'll tell you all about it. So here we go. From the Hell Bent Forever, a tribute to Judas Priest, uh, tribute. It's a little redundant. Let's try that one more time. <laughs> From the Hell Bent Forever, a tribute to Judas Priest album. Here goes Breaking the Law. <laughs> Here, Beavis and Butthead now when I listen to that, by the way. <laughs> I, I know that <laughs> Breaking the Law is a great song. Unfortunately, it'll be forever marred by Beavis and Butthead. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, I, I can't blame you there. That that just happens. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I mean, this is, I think a lot of what you're going to expect tonight is Motorhead covering 
some good songs. And if you expect it to sound like anything different other than Motorhead covering some good songs, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> you're out of luck. Because yeah. you get it just it's signature Motorhead. I mean, there's no getting around that. And yeah. so it's they're, not like we can not sit here and experimenting. Yeah, they're, they're yeah, not I mean, experimenting with a lot of this. This is very, very much. This band is covering that song. So yeah. it's fun. It's a lot of fun to hear another band's take on, you know, that's really what you're going to get a lot of with this album is just having a good time listening to Motorhead sing somebody else's song. So not much I you can say I, different about breaking the law. Go ahead. Yeah, I think there are two kinds of covers. You know, there's one where they 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 play the song pretty straight. They They try to ape the original sound of the song. Um, and then there's playing the song in a completely different style. Tori mm-hmm. Amos covering Slayer, you know, exactly. comes to mind. Dweezil and Ahmet Zappet doing Hit Me Baby One More Time. <laughs> Completely changes the song. Yep. Um, and, I, and, and this is going to be a lot of the former and not the latter. So the next one comes from We Are Motorhead. Uh, This is God Save the Queen. has absolutely no resonance with me. I mean, I like that version of it. It's a little thicker. It's a little heavier than the original Sex Pistols version. But we're talking about a song that was sort of written, you know, written by a revolutionary band in a style of revolutionary music. And, you know, 30, 40 years later, who gives a shit? Like, it has no... It no has context, no, no cultural relevance at all, <laughs> and, and I say that as an American. So maybe there's British people who are just like, "Yep, we still feel this way." You know, fuck the Queen. Um, I, I don't know, yeah. and I, I get why Motorhead would want to cover it, and certainly I would get the resonance with people who lived in that era as a you know as a, like teenagers or adults. But in 2017, yeah, I can't think of a less dated song. <laughs> uh, well, I, I agree. I more mean, dated. there isn't much. I couldn't think of a more dated song. Yeah, I, 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 I just know it as a very, very popular Sex Pistols song that came out what, man? That came out like, was that the 70s or the 80s? No, that was the 70s. That was the 70s? So, yeah. 
you know, what we kind of see here, I hate to talk like, um, you know, since I don't know much of their sound other than what I've heard on the popular shit of, uh, that they have dropped. I don't know if Motorhead ever, by the way, 77, 1977. Yeah. I don't know if they've really sounded punk rock at any point in their, on their life. What I know them as is, you know, kind of like a hard rock, heavy metal band. So it's, I guess it's kind of neat to hear them kind of pick up a punk song and sing it. Um, and you know, it's fair enough. It's a, it's, it's a popular song. It's British, you know, <laughs> more, more, more power to you. And good for you guys. Yep. Uh, all right. This next one is, this, this next one's a real treat or is it a trick? Uh-huh. Hi, yo. Try the keys, everyone. It's delicious. Hey, real quick. Um, yeah. So I said that at work, okay? Somebody made a pun, and I'm like, try the quiche. It's delicious. And that girl I've been talking about, I feel like I talk about her now on, like, every show we do. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and I, and I told her Is this wrinkled clothes such, girl, like, the girl that has issues with wrinkled clothes? No, different girl. Um, okay, this is, right. this is the First of all, this is the one that um, I haven't told you about this, but she tried to drop some history on us. And she was like, yeah, you know, Christopher Columbus discovered North America. And I'm like, no, he didn't. Um, and, and she and she and oh, and then she was like, it wasn't Christopher Columbus, the one that discovered the Fountain of Youth in Florida. And I'm like, nope, that's all wrong. Ooh, that couldn't be yeah. left. Right. Um, just, a, just a little off. <laughs> she thought would. She uh, she thought Woodrow Wilson was associated with Watergate. Oh wow! Yeah, let that one let that one simmer in your mind for for just a moment. But anyway, um, so this somebody girl's... made a pun. This, okay. this girl's a, a a this girl's a nurse, a, a registered nurse, ladies and gentlemen. Gotcha. Not a history teacher. Not a history teacher. No, history is not her strong suit. She's very pretty though. <laughs> um, she's so pretty. <laughs> Anyway, the point is, um, somebody made a pun, and I went, try the quiche, everyone, it's delicious, and remember to tip your waiters. Now, obviously, that's, the joke is, you know, I'm, I'm doing like a nightclub host bit. Um, you know, it doesn't yeah. have to be quiche, it's just, that's just what comes to my mind. You know, you could say, to your, try the tuna, remember to tip your waiters, that's, that's how that bit goes. She, I said it, and everyone knew what I was talking about, and just, and just didn't say anything, this girl looks at me and she goes, who has quiche? <laughs> oh, man, that bit failed. Ouch. Yeah. Yep. She's and did you pretty. answer her anyway, or did you go into an explanation? I, I just said, leave it alone. All right. So this, is previously <laughs> un, uh, this is a previously unreleased track. This is a, uh, a version of David Bowie's Heroes.
thoughts coming out of that song. One, to me it was reminiscent of Johnny Cash's version of Bridge Over Troubled Water because in both Motorhead's version of Heroes and Johnny Cash's version of Bridge Over Troubled Water, it sounds like they're not going to make it to the end of the song. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) I don't know when that was recorded, how close to him dying it was, but wow. (laughs) Like... I yeah I, I I'm listening to that like ooh, he is straining to get through this I mean and I'm sure they had to polish that up real good but the other thing is Lemmy is at his best when he's belting in his gravelly voice he's not a good singer no I mean, he's... Look, no no disrespect to Motorhead but he it's like he has a very iconic singing style which works for his kind of music and doesn't work. When you're trying to sound silky and smooth like David Bowie. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's when we talked about not too experimental, this would probably be the most experimental track and <clears throat> cover off of this album because it's not them trying to make the cover their own. It's more like the band trying to, you know, tone it down to make the cover uh, sound more, I guess, you know, like it should, or like we're used to, I guess I would say. I would say. Uh, you asked about when this came out. I found a, a website that said the cover came together during the Bad Magic sessions in 2015. Uh, it was one yep, of the last songs sense. the Heavy... Yep, it was one of the last <laughs> songs the Heavy Metal Outfit recorded in the studio before frontman Lemmy uh, passed away that year. So, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he passed away after recording it. <laughs> <laughs> he just made it. And that's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Good job. We'll see you, Lebby. Is that what's wrong, Lebby? <laughs> no, no, that that would be horrible. I mean, <clears throat> to have all this, all this storied musical history behind you, and you go out on a song like that. I hope not. I hope not, Lemmy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, this next one. Uh, says here, this is an alternate version from the Ronnie James Dio's This Is Your Life. This is Star Truck, or Starstruck, originally by Rainbow. <laughs>
All right, what'd you think of that one? That's some good stuff right there. That's some good hard rocking tunes. Rainbow Man. Uh, I, that's another band. I know know a whole lot about a whole 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 lot a whole lot about uh, Ronnie James Dio. Uh, I've heard a few great songs by him, but uh, I, he was the front man for Rainbow for a while, right? And then was that after Dio or before Dio? Yeah, this is not where I'm strongest. All right, <laughs> I don't know. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. <laughs> but they have some great metal songs. I've heard some great metal tunes belted out by Dio. So to hear this cover, it's it's a fun rocking cover. I didn't for a second there. I was like, wait a second, who the hell is this singing? Because that does not sound like Lemmy. But then you can hear Lemmy come in towards the end. It definitely or towards I don't know if it's near the chorus or whatever. But they said this was with a guy by the name of uh, Biff Byford. So uh, don't I don't know who that is. I have no idea. But it's Motorhead with Biff Byford, and I think I bet you Biff's the guy that uh, clean vocals at least it sounds like. But um, it definitely ain't I, Lemmy. No, it's not Lemmy. Um, <laughs> looking at the history of this band, man, this is a you know we talked about them getting formed together there back in the seventies. You know, this is a band whose front man's never changed. Uh, Lemmy's always been the face of this band. Uh, it looks like in the eighties, one of the guitarists come around, a guy by the name of Phil Campbell, uh, and he's been with them since it looks like. I don't know if that's uh, between 80, 82, 83, 83 or 84, somewhere around there. And then the drummer's been around since the mid-90s. Uh, so this is a band who's been together for, geez, at least 20 years. And then before that, their legacy, uh, 20 years before that, uh, it got started. So uh, it's cool to see a band like that stay together as long as they have and put, you know, some rocking tunes out there. Uh, but uh, But, yeah. That doesn't have much to do with the song that you just just played, but I, I was just admiring the history of, the, of this band on Wikipedia here. Uh, but what's strange is, I mean, they're only a three-member band. You know, we got guitars, we got drums, and we got Lemmy, who I assume plays, yeah, he's bass. Lead vocals and bass. So you there you the go, Mark the bass? It's like very awkward. Like, you know, like I remember when they, they played at WrestleMania, and I was watching the way that uh, he, he took the mic, like the mic's kind of like above his face, and he's singing up into it. <clears throat> he also plays the bass very awkwardly, from what I saw. Hmm. Like, Interesting. You see, like guys like like guys like in Slayer or or uh, some of these other bands, they kind of take a wide stance with the guitar. You know, they're not necessarily standing straight up. Um, the 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 microphone comes you know to about like neck or lip level, and it's tilted up slightly. Yeah, with Lemmy, he's just sort of singing upwards. It's really weird. All right, um, this next one is by the Nuge. The Nuge, Ted Nuge. Oh, yeah. From Gotta love Ted Nuge. 19, from 1992's March or Die, this is Cat Scratch Fever. <laughs>
Have you ever heard the Pantera version of that? <laughs> no, I have not. Oh, Ooh. I highly recommend Pantera's cover of Cat Scratch Fever. Phil oh. Anselmo, for, for having ADHD when he performs and kind of being a shitty guy, has a hell of a set of pipes. <laughs> Dude, how classic is the song Cat Scratch Fever? I mean, is that not one of don't... the most... I, tell me, you've, you've had to have listened to that song at least 20 times in your in your life, right? Oh, more than that. And, <laughs> and you can't go you can't go wrong with the song that goes, I don't know where they come from, but they sure do come. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> Get it, Get Jesse? It? He's Sexual talking about innuendo. sex, Jesse. Get it? He's, he's, I stroked he's, the pussy it, fur. The, the, song, the song's about fucking. Got it? <laughs> <laughs> Woo, Ted Nugent. <laughs> Simmer down now. <laughs> dude. <laughs> oh, Yet another dude. night where I'm screaming curse words while my children are trying <laughs> to sleep. And I'm pretty sure my son's still up and can hear me belting from the living room. Oh, man. Uh, dude, bigger house. what was it? Like, it was it was earlier this year. Me and my dad. My, my dad, you know, he's he I would more associate him with. You know, kind of like a country boy, but he loves the classic rock and all that. Loves to loves to sit down and play some good stuff. Is well, it, anyway, we went. Is it your dad or your stepdad who you wish would not have a Facebook page? That would be my step, my old stepfather. Yes, sir. As a matter okay. of fact, one of the first person I, one of the first people that I've ever unfollowed on Facebook, unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> was my old stepfather for 14 years. I had to unfollow the man. Oh, anyway, no, my, my real, my, my actual See, I dad, listen when you talk. I, I listen you to your do. stories. That's, that's, that's good. That's good. There'll be a test Monday. Um, there, uh, my, my actual dad, we went up to, we usually go watch races, uh, like dirt on a dirt track or whatever. Right. So that's something we do like annually. We'll go up and watch a race in Ohio and then come back. This is about a three hour trip. And dude, we unleashed Spotify on some Ted Nugent, and we did nothing <laughs> but for three hours go through album after album of listening to Ted Nugent, and that was probably one of the most fun times I've had with my dad. Me and my dad always have a good time listening to music, and Cat Scratch Fever, for some reason, uh, that's, uh, that's like one of the most iconic Ted Nugent songs, uh, easily, but when I think of hanging out with my dad. Unfortunately, I'm going to have cat scratch fever on, on my brain as well. Um, so I, I don't relate the two, but you know, there you go. That's cat scratch fever. And I listen to Ted Nugent with my dad. You know, I, I, I have to say the only experience I have like that with my own father, who's not a fan of heavy metal. I once played for him, Judas priest, not exactly death metal. And he, uh, he was like, I don't like this. It sounds like he's yelling at me. So that just tells you about my dad and his his taste in music. Um, You're just like, okay, our, our, well, we tried that, and not going to try that again. <laughs> that was that was big time fail. Um, but I, <laughs> but the one experience I do have musically with my dad is we went to go see the Moody Blues together. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we had a good time with that. Though that's cool. We had a good time, but my father couldn't like stop himself from complaining. Because he, he had to make mention of the fact that he's like, I don't like to go to concerts. I'd rather just listen to the album because, go, you know, 
the 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 concert always sounds like shit. And I'm like, you haven't been to a concert since like the '60s. It's gotten better. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, it's not all mono, Dad. You, you, it's <laughs> yeah. it's actually stereo now. I promise this will not be a Woodstock experience, which he didn't go to, so I don't know why I would say that. But um, in any case, he we ended up having we had a good time with the Moody Blues. All right, let's let's move on here. Speaking of Moody Blues, uh, this one is a Rolling Stones cover from the 2001 reissue of Bastards. Bastages. This is Jumpin' Jack Flash. <laughs> dug that the, you know they th- that was one where i mean it's pretty basic you know kind of very similar to the original but it was it was one of those where you know that motorhead style kind of kicked it up a notch so it's a little heavier a little more grindier um i dug it though i i was uh i was definitely tapping my feet to that one. Oh yeah I, you know you hear a, let me throw his signature voice in there and it's it's Motorhead all over, uh, and it's a good song. So, yeah, I mean, can't really say much more than that. It's I've always liked Jumpin' Jack Flash as a song as well. So, it's, it's pleasing prefer, on both I ends. Prefer motor, I actually prefer Lemmy's voice than um, Mick, Jaggers. Uh, Mick Jaggers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On that particular one. I mean, that made me, makes me a bit of a strange fellow. But I, I preferred to hear Lemmy belting that out than... Than Mick Jagger. Well, when this song came out originally, Jumpin' Jack Flash released as a single in 1968 from the Rolling Stones. So, Do you ever see the Whoopi Goldberg movie? Ah, uh, yes. As a matter of fact, I have. Man, it's been forever though. <laughs> Shit, dude, it's probably been. That came out in what? That was an 80, 80 something, if I remember yeah. correctly. So it's probably been twenty, at least twenty, twenty five years. Man, it's been forever. Yeah, that that was one of those early Whoopi Goldberg movies where she just turned out like every character. Like the whole <laughs> movie is just an excuse for her to do all of her stand-up characters. It's great. Yep. <laughs> all right, our next song comes uh, is another Stones cover. This comes from the 2015 Bad Magic. Uh, we'll see if Lemmy got managed to get through this one without passing out. This is oh, Empathy for the Devil. Oh, boy. 
believe that Lemmy is the devil. <laughs> nah, if he was the devil, he'd he'd still be alive. Easily. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, w- w- what I mean by that is um, that that song, whether it works or fails, is entirely held up by whoever's singing it. Which, if okay. you really want to hear like like a version of that song where it sounds like it's it's really being sung by the devil or some sort of demon, you got to listen to the Liebach version. Please to me. Oh, Liebach. <laughs> oh boy. <Yeah. laughs> What's bothering you is just the nature of my game. Now, Dumb. I want to counter that. Like a funeral dirge. <laughs> I want to counter that with, you know, the point of that song, though, is to make you understand that the devil can be in many forms. And that's what I like about the original. And it, the cover here that they did is really great, by the way. Uh, Lemmy thought that they beat the Rolling Stones at it, uh, according to this article I'm reading, by the way. I'll, I'll kind of get into that here in a second. But, but yeah, I mean, the, the whole point of that song is like how the devil can be around and be just about anybody. Uh, and so that unassuming, soft, you know, quiet voice uh, singing this song is just a, uh, another trick that the devil can play. But I, I understand absolutely where you're coming from there, Mark Radlich. Let me... Let me read this. Uh, let me read a little bit from this article here real quick. Hey, again, ultimateclassicrock.com. Don't get Mark Radlich started. Uh, it says, even when covering... <laughs> even wait, when covering wait, one hang, of, on, hang on one second. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Absolutely. Come in, horsey. Uh, it says, <laughs> even when covering one of classic rock's most famous songs, most artists would show a degree of deference. But most artists aren't Lemmy, who heaped unequivocal praise on Motorhead's new take on the Rolling Stones' sympathy for the devil. I thought we beat them, he told USA Today. I thought we beat it to death. I mean, I like the Stones' version, but I like ours better. Wait, did he say beat it to death? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, that tied in pretty nicely. (laughs) Uh, Running gags. I love them. All right. <laughs> our next our next song uh, also comes from 92's March or Die. This is a cover of Ozzy Osbourne's Hellraiser. I only know what it does. It hurts. Oh, my God. 
that's a rocking good time right there. Love it. Dude, Hellraiser by Ozzy came out one year prior to this cover, <laughs> which is crazy. Uh, but do you – I know you're not a fan of horror movies, but can you guess what movie this uh, video continues to reference as, as Lemmy sings Hellraiser? Is it Hellraiser? Oh, my gosh, Mark Radlich. Give the man a cookie. <laughs> yes, sir. It is Hellraiser, as a matter of fact. So I, I'm, I assume that this is one of those – what did they say in the Wikipedia? Did they say this came off the sound – no, this came off of March or Die. But this has got to be on the Hellraiser soundtrack for 1992. Um, has to be. As a matter of fact, I need to confirm that. But regardless, it is a good song, man. Ozzy songs are always, always fun to listen to, in my opinion. Uh, so to hear Motorhead cover it, they did a good job. They did, Rabbit. They did. All right. Uh, next one, This next one's my favorite off this entire album. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. Probably because I really like the song, but I was saying it to my wife earlier, but I was doing like a live like hip-hop version of it. So I was like, rock, rock, rock away, beach, motherfucker. Rock, rock, rock away, beach. Yeah, bitches. Yeah. Rock, rock, rock away, beach. We can hit your ride to rock away, beach. Come on, motherfuckers. Rock, rock, you know, and I just kept doing that. This is how my <laughs> nights go at the house. <laughs> so, you know, I'm Mr. Romance. I was serenading my wife. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right, motherfuckers, here it is. Rockaway Beach, previously unreleased. singing about Rockaway Beach. They don't write songs like that anymore, Jesse Starcher. <laughs> uh, this is another punk cover, correct? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> By the remote. Uh, what gave it away? I have no idea. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, hey, again, 
not something that I'm used to hearing from these guys. So uh, it's it's fun to hear them give that a shot and, and, and see what their take is on it. Obviously, you really have a connection with the song itself. Rockaway Beach is a song that I think I may have heard tonight twice in my life. And that was before <laughs> I got on this podcast and just then. <laughs> yes, you, Rockaway Beach is a song by the American punk rock band The Ramones from their 1977 album Rocket to Russia. The song was written by bassist Didi Ramone in the style of the Beach Boys and the early surf rock bands. Well, that's why I like it so much. The song is about Rockaway Beach, Queens, where Dee Dee liked to spend time. Guitarist Johnny Ramone claimed that Dee Dee was the only real beachgoer in the group. Released in 1977, it was the Ramones' highest charting single in their career, peaking at number 66 on the Billboard Hot 100. In June of 2013, the song was used in a radio ad campaign sponsored by Queens Economic Development Corporation to promote recovery from Hurricane Sandy by drawing New Yorkers back to Rockaway Beach. So you need to get All on right. the stick and go listen to some Ramones, buddy. Ooh. Well, I'll, I'll fit that in my schedule somewhere. <laughs> Take a ride to Rockaway Beach. Take your whole family. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Fun for everybody. <laughs> All right. Um, as we start to wind down here, our next song is uh, by another band from uh, New York. This, this one, Long Island, New York. The for one time the kings of the tri-state area. This is "Shoot 'Em Down" by Twisted Sister from the uh, 2001 Twisted Forever. mentioned them before a couple of times haven't you shit yeah dude i love twisted sister yeah yeah i've got a friend of mine who's big into them too and i've man well here's the thing i probably know more twisted sister songs than i do motorhead songs apparently uh because well number one thanks to spongebob the movie uh but uh there's there's other references that's uh twisted sister showed up on you have no have you watched spongebob the movie no, I bought it from my okay. son. He thought it was fantastic. I ran out of the room. <laughs> SpongeBob is one of the greatest cartoons of this day and age. But we'll have that discussion some other time. Um, 
Well, yeah. So I, I know a lot of Twisted Sister songs thanks to my good buddy Justin and, uh, of course, pop culture. But uh, but anyway, yeah, that's a great song. I don't know if I've actually heard Shoot 'Em Down before uh, by Twisted Sister. I don't know if I've heard the original. So um, I got your message, by the way. I'm working on it. Outstanding. All right. Here we go. Last song of the night here. This is this is a great one actually. This is from Metallic Attack in 2005, the ultimate tribute to Metallica. This is acting like a maniac, motherfucking whiplash. <laughs> Cover a bunch of covers for us to listen to as we celebrate another Halloween here uh, on the Metal Hammer of Doom. You know, overall, I thought it was fine. You know, it's a fun listen. We, we've heard worse this year by far. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I guess I don't have a, trem- a tremendous amount to say about it. You know, it's it's a, a bunch of fun covers. Uh, very nothing here that was like out of the ordinary or again particularly um, uh, experimental. You know, not and they also didn't go into like you know deep dives, uh, deep cuts for songs. I mean, these were all you know chart toppers in their own way. So you know, it was fine. It was a, good, a, a nice, nice way to celebrate the holiday and you know throw a little love Motorhead's way. What I like about these last two songs that we listened to, it's it's kind of interesting to think about the fact that Motorhead is taking the time to do a cover of a song done by a band that they may have actually influenced. You know, they have through their own. Metallica's talked several times about how Motorhead influenced them. Yeah, yeah, and that's really cool. That's you know, you got to think about it, man. When you're, you know, when the people you look up to take something that you did and then put their own spin on it, 
I mean, they always say that imitation is the most. Uh, how does it go? It, it's the imitation is uh, the highest form of flattery. Thank you very much. So, uh, you know that that's what a cover is. That's their way of paying tribute to somebody. And for someone you look up to to pay tribute to you, damn, that's got to make Metallica feel good. So, um, I, I want to uh, just echo uh, in, in regards to the whole album. I mean, yeah, it's hey, it's Motorhead doing covers of songs. I hope you that's exactly what you expected because that's what you get. Uh so but again, <laughs> yeah, there was it's no not trickery horrible. about here. At, at what point did we say eh? You know, we didn't say we didn't say that about any of these tracks. They were all perfectly done well in Motorhead style and you know, it's it's something that it's out there for people to enjoy. So, and I, I don't think you're going to have a hard time uh in you know, getting through this album. So, um. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a thumbs up. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, hey, just real quick, uh, I hopped on to RollingStone.com and uh, they have the 15 insane tales from a legendary life of Lemmy. And I'm just gonna pull one thing here, okay? One thing. I wish we had the time to go through all of them because yeah, there's some batshit insane stuff here. But <laughs> there is one thing, and he says one cool thing happened in the 70s when a chick just jumped. It just climbed up on stage and blew me. Uh, I was singing. Well, I couldn't stop, could I? <laughs> well, uh, well. Uh, but yeah, man, it was a, right. that was a fun little album to cover. I liked it. All right. Uh, next week is all Thor all the time. We're going to do Thor Disassembled, otherwise known as Thor Ragnarok from 2004 on Yield Source Material. And then we're going to review the latest in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Thor Ragnarok, featuring This Is Planet Hulk on Damn You Hollywood, if she could. Right here on the Metal Hammer of Doom, we're going to jump on the Wayback Machine. We're going to check out a band called Wizard. Wizard, Jesse Starcher. And they've got an album aptly titled Thor. Thought that fit in well for Thor Week. So we'll right. we'll check that out. Wizard Wizard actually has a new album out. So if you like what you hear on Thor, go check out Wizard's new album. It's fantastic. And then finally on uh, on trial, we will put uh, Thor: The Dark World, uh, the one that preceded the one that's coming out this Friday. We're gonna put it on trial. I'm gonna. I think I'm defending and Sean's prosecuting. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, as for what's going on in the rest of the week, uh, the rest of the month here on the Metal Hammer of Doom this month of November, we've got uh, the week after that is Robert Cooper's pick. He he wants to re- review something called Ackercock. I have no idea what an Ackercock is, um, <laughs> but he, he insisted we I may do have this. saw one one time. I don't know. I kept my eyes closed. <laughs> I just I, I think there was an Ackercock in the season finale of The Deuce. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I whatever you know, I don't know what's going on anymore. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll review some Ackercock uh, on the fifteenth of November, the night before Thanksgiving is our annual Thanksgiving show. This is one where where we review a turkey. Some previous turkeys have been Limp Bizkit's greatest hits, uh, Anthrax's Stomp 442, 
this year, we were supposed to do this last year, but we ended up not doing it. We, we instead, I believe last year, we ended up doing Anthrax Stomp 442. This is uh, Poison. Look what the cat dragged in. We're going to jump in the Wayback Machine once again, and we're going to pull this turkey out and give it a once-over. We're going to cook its goose. That's what we're going to do. What do you think about that, Jesse Starker? No, I just, I cannot wait. Look what the cat dragged in. Uh, there's actually a cover of that. Uh, it was one of those like weird tributes where there weren't real bands on them. It was a bunch of, bunch of like studio musicians or, you know, <laughs> one guy from a band. But they do like this like screaming hardcore version of Look What the Cat Dragged In. It's pretty hilarious. I'll, if I can find it, I'll send it to you. Oh, uh, and then finally, we end the month with an album that's actually coming out this Friday. It's Cannibal Corpse, Red Before Black. Uh, and we'll be reviewing that on November 29th. And that's actually the next time I have to go back to Moffat. So hopefully I'll have some good news that night. Oh, good. Or I'm going to be really, or I'm going to be really depressed during that show. One or the other. No, 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 no. <laughs> Can't happen. <sighs> so that's what we got going on. Uh, you want to go ahead and do some plugs, and then we'll get out of here. Absolutely. Yeah, let's rock and roll. Get out of here. My name is Jesse. You can follow me at Stiznarkey on Twitter if you do so wish. We do a show on here called Source Material. Mark just mentioned it. It's kind of like a book club for comics. We're coming up on our 140th episode. That's right. So there's plenty of content for you to go back and check out if you're interested. Uh, you want to know what happened in Planet Hulk uh, and maybe kind of have an idea may, what, what may filter its way into the movie? Check it out. Me and Mark and Ronnie Adams talked about it. We had a good time. There's all sorts of great subjects that we've covered on there. Uh, so absolutely blog talk radio go to that website just type in rattlich and you can subscribe and find anything that we've done in the past all of our shows we got great shows on here uh we have a lot of content coming over from w2mnet.com these guys supply us with a lot of great wrestling content so if you're if you're a wrestling fan like many of us here on the rattlich and broadcasting network are they cover everything i'm talking about just about darn near every WWE show you can think of, including pay-per-views, things like that. There's something on there. They talk football. Uh, you can find all sorts of stuff on there. So uh, other than that, uh, go to the Rattlich and Broadcasting Network Facebook page. Give that a like. Stay up on top of all the great podcasts that we have to offer. You, we usually do our best to post it there. So thanks again for having me on here and having a good time discussing Motorhead's Undercover. Mark Rattlich, right. let's get out of here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, hope you had a happy Halloween. We'll be back next week. Be well, be safe, and be, behave. And always remember, it's all about the game and how you play it. Time to play the game. Look over your shoulder, ready to run, look at
Don't you forget there's a price you can pay Cause I have 